Welcome to the podcast for Zion Stone United Church of Christ, located in the Lehigh Valley of Pennsylvania. I'm Pastor Mike Landsman, and these podcasts are taken from my weekly Sunday morning sermons. We pray that they will bless you, and we would love for you to come visit us and make our church home, hopefully, become your church home. Here's what we have for today. So in the reading from the Gospels, we hear Jesus say something that sounds in direct contradiction to what we're about to do this evening, namely the imposition of ashes. It may have seemed odd to you, well, it might seem odd to you soon, <laughs> to have me smear them on your forehead in the sign of the cross, only to hear before this happens the Gospel reading telling you not to make marks on yourself when you fast. So what's going on here? Is the church wrong in doing this? Because there are many Christian groups who have taken verses like this to mean that, that any outward show of our religious conviction is wrong and should never be done because it is seen as works righteousness, as we're trying to earn God's love. We're trying to earn God's favor, which we can't because it's already freely given to us. And so many choose not to observe Ash Wednesday and Honestly, for them, that's, that's fine. And the entire eastern half of the Christian church doesn't even have this practice at all. It's primarily a Western liturgical practice. So we shouldn't look down on other Christians that do not have this practice, as they should not look down on those of us who do. Let's take a brief look at this text again here, Matthew 6, 16 to 18. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. So when we read this text, we have to remember context, right? That's one of the key principles of biblical interpretation. At the beginning of this chapter, Jesus says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. So look at that closely. In order to be seen by them. Jesus also, in, this, in these passages, he talks about giving. He says, when you give to the needy, give in secret. So recently, a group from here, we went to Bethlehem Emergency Services, where they house the homeless and feed the homeless and have a place where the homeless can shower. They came up, right? They got a tray of food. They, Cindy was out there handing out peach cobbler. Yeah, and Linda and Tom were, were, were making barbecue in the back and handing it out. You were giving to the homeless in the sight of everyone. So does that mean we shouldn't do that? Was that wrong because we were giving to the needy in public view of whoever was there? Well, no. That's not quite what Jesus is getting at here. And he says, when you do give, give in secret so your Father in heaven will see and that no one else will see. Jesus says this because those who were giving to the needy 
We're making an outward show of it for the purpose of showing off to everyone else how stunning and brave they were. In today's political speak, this would be called virtue signaling. Virtue signaling is feigned righteousness intended to make a person appear superior by condemning others. And if you want to know what this looks like, just go on Twitter. <laughs> I was on Twitter for a long time. Eventually, I had to get off because I, I just couldn't take the toxicity there anymore. Everybody trying to shout each other down to show how awesome they are in order to be seen by them. In order to be seen by them. They're making a show to draw attention to themselves. Look at how great I am. Look at how giving I am. Look at this pile of cash that I have wadded in my pocket. Watch me plop it in the collection plate for the needy. Look at how great I am. That's why we give you envelopes so you can just write it and put it in secretly, right? Or look at this person who came to me in front of everybody. I said, oh, brother, I see you. Or sister, I see you. Here, oh, you don't have a jacket. Here you go. Here's a jacket. Take this. Oh, does it fit okay? How does it look? Turn around. Let me see. Can I take a picture of this and post it on my social media page? Wow. Look how great I am. Look how kind I am. That's what Jesus is talking about here. He then moves into talking about fasting. Again, the context here is regards to people who are taking something good that they should do and are turning it into something that shines a light on this in order to make them look really holy and look like a really righteous person. So I think one of the best ways to look at this in our own modern day, in our own modern context, is at, during Ash Wednesday... How many of you have social media? Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Okay. There's something called a hashtag. So if you don't know what a hashtag is, it's a little tic-tac-toe sign. I didn't know it was called a hashtag. I thought it was a tic-tac-toe sign. It's a little, little tic-tac-toe sign. Huh? A pound sign. It's also called the, the, the hashtag. <laughs> so you put the little pound sign and you put a word or a phrase, and what that does is a bunch of people will do the same thing and then it aggregates it all, and so you can see what everybody's saying about a particular topic. It's called a, it's called a hashtag. So during Ash Wednesday, if you go on Instagram or Facebook or something like that, what you'll see is a hashtag that actually says Ash Tag. Okay? So it'll be hashtag Ash Tag. And so what happens is people will go to services and they will receive the imposition of ashes. And then they'll get back to their seat and then they'll whip out their cell phone and they'll look and they'll make a face, take a picture, and they will post it to their Instagram or to their Facebook page. Now, you can't judge the heart of everybody doing that, okay? I'm not saying everyone who's ever done that is bad or wrong. You can't judge the intention of every person's heart. But brothers and sisters, that's the kind of thing I think that Jesus is talking about. Look at me. I went to church. Here's the proof right here. And I might follow the fasting rules of the church. I might fast on this day and this day and this day. Look, I've got the cross right here. I even took a picture of it and I shared it with everyone. Look how great I am. Look how great we all are. Aren't we all wonderful? We're all going to fast. I think this is the sort of hypocrisy Jesus is talking about. 
Anything that draws us away from God and true prayer and true fasting should be avoided. And for some people, that may mean not receiving the imposition of ashes. For some people, it could mean receiving them. And then as soon as the service is over, taking a a tissue before you walk out the door and wipe them off. I'm not saying everybody has to do that. That may be what you need to do. Because if you were to wear your ashes out into public, and you hear people saying, oh, you must have gone to church today. You're great. That makes you feel really good. (laughs) Yeah, I am great. I did go to church. I did fulfill my obligation to God. I did something good. You owe me, God. (laughs) It doesn't quite work that way. It doesn't quite work that way. Ashes signify repentance. In the Old Testament, they would wear what's called sackcloth, and they would put ashes on themselves. It was a symbol of penitence. It was a symbol of humility. It was a symbol of knowing that there was something wrong in us that only God can fix, that only God can heal. And the reason why we receive the ashes is because it helps us to approach God in humility and in truth, not because it will make us look more holy or more righteous or more really into our faith than somebody else. If that's what winds up from us doing this, then I, we, we should rather stop. But what this is meant for us is it's a, it's, a, it's a point of contact for us. It's a visible and a physical reminder about what we're about to begin, that God is calling us to a life of humility, especially around the time of year where we celebrate the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who fasted a lot. We're going to talk about this on Sunday a little bit with the temptation in the wilderness. For 40 days he was fasting and praying before the tempter came to him. And that might happen to you during Lent as you fast, as you pray. But remember, brothers and sisters, that all of the the practices that we do These are for our spiritual good. These are for our growth. This is for our edification. This is not for us to make ourselves feel superior to other people who don't share our sense of devotion or our sense of faith. So as we approach the Lord this evening in repentance, as we receive ashes and as we confess our sin, and as we then come before the the broken body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, may we come humbly with repentant hearts, ready and eager to receive the love that he freely gives to us. And we have to remember, brothers and sisters, when we begin the season of Lent with ashes, we also have to remember that Scripture says as well that those who sow with sorrow will reap in what? In joy. So it might seem a little bit heavy. It might seem a little bit, wow, this is really hard. (laughs) It might seem really but this doesn't make me feel good right now. And that's okay, right? Because church isn't about making you feel good about yourself. Church is not making, is not there to make you feel good about yourself. It's not there to make you feel, well, I'm a good person. I'm nice. I'm kind. That's not the point of the church to make you feel good about yourself. The point of the church is to always point to Jesus Christ. 
and how we will always fall short and how we need his love, how we need his grace and how we need his mercy. And if that makes you feel good, then that's good. That's good, but that's not, that feeling good isn't the point. That's one of the benefits that comes with life in Christ. But we're not running after that feeling of, oh, I need to feel good about myself. Because ultimately, we are all sinners. But God loves us all. And he has made a way to deliver us from sin and from death. And we can do no other than to approach him in humility and in faith as we draw near to him. May he draw near to us. And so to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be all glory, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Stand. The Lord, open to us the gates of repentance. For our spirit rises early to pray towards your holy temple, bearing the temple of our body all defiled, but in your compassion purify us by the loving kindness of your mercy. Brothers and sisters, let us now call to mind our sin, our mortality, and the infinite mercy of God. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Be sure to check us out online, zionstoneucc.com, or on our Facebook page, zionstoneucc. I'm Pastor Mike Landsman. If you want to get a hold of me, shoot me an email at malandsman at gmail.com or through our social media page, like I just mentioned. If you could take a couple minutes, we would appreciate it if you went to a GoFundMe we've set up, gofundme.com slash savezionstone in order to donate towards some big repairs that we need to have done to the church. So if you could donate anything, we would greatly appreciate it. If you're in the area, come worship with us. Our services are at 1015 and our Sunday school is at 9 a.m. Thank you so much again for listening. May God bless you.